I've felt things in my life, I've asked questions and feel like I've gotten answers. Um, so I do believe in um, a God or something. Um, I don't think it's what anybody thinks it is. I think it's probably um, uh, something else. But I've definitely asked some questions and felt some things in my life to where I'm like, okay, something, something's mm -hmm. there, and I, I respect it, and I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, I, I can go deep. If it was a Friday night and we'd had a few drinks and we were hanging out, like I, I'd probably go even deeper. <laughs> All right, today on the show, we are joined with Adam Stilwell. He's a director, screenwriter, and all around an awesome dude. We caught up with him around the Toronto After Dark Film Festival. He had his film, The Free Fall, playing there. And what can I say about that movie? It was one of my favorites of the entire weekend. And if you're into any type of psychological horror, I suggest you go out of your way to see it. I believe it's only doing festivals right now, but he said it's going to have a major release possibly next year. So definitely follow Adam on his Instagram and keep in the loop of that because you don't want to miss it. And around hearing all about this amazing film, we jump into so many fun subjects such as how his passion led him through the industry to making his own feature, our mutual love of the album Smash by the Offspring, whether he believes in ghosts and demons, and also an in-depth look on the sound design of his latest film. He worked with a guy who made all the stuff for The Conjuring, Insidious, and just how they worked together to make the vibe and the atmosphere of the free fall on point. But with all that being said, I can go on and on about how much fun I had talking to Adam. But why don't you listen to it right now? Ah! Hey, how's it going, man? Great, man. Can you hear me okay? I hear you, brother. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> how's the weekend going, uh, you know, it was good, man. It was good. It, uh, it's a big time for birthday parties out here. So there was like three in one weekend. So it was, you know. Yeah, I feel you too. For some reason, everybody I know was born around like late August and September. It's like yeah, nonstop yeah, for yeah. me as well too. So I get it. Yeah. Plus, uh, you had like the the film playing at the fest too. I can imagine like PRs emailing you all the time. Just yeah. Like, hey, talk to this guy. Like, Pulling you yeah. <laughs> yeah it's definitely nice though i'm down with it <laughs> yeah that's awesome and yeah it's good to be finally getting it out and getting going yeah and speaking of the film uh i want to say too it's like i've been watching movies all week almost too much oversaturating myself with horror but um, <laughs> kind of my ritual was like i pull out the notepad if i'm going to talk to like a director or an actor or whatever and as i'm watching the movie i make notes but with your movie I got so locked in and then all of a sudden like the credits started rolling and I looked at my notepad. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like <laughs> I just, it, was, it was totally blanked. It, it, yes. That was a great thing because I was so <laughs> immersed of uh, just the story and what was unfolding and awesome. as it was going on and on, there's just so many questions with the characters and yeah, just yeah. bravo, man. It was fucking awesome. Awesome, man. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> so all, all i did was like write one line best film of the festival in, in my opinion too <laughs> i'll take it i'll take it man that's awesome man yeah really appreciate that yeah so so when did you uh start getting into production of this one um so this one was it was it was pre-covid and um and we were literally i think it was it was we had about two weeks left 
to do sound. We had Sean Ashmore coming in to do his final ADR the week it all hit. So mm. like the week America shut down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was such like an unknown period of time too. Like yeah. I can imagine, or like a lot of people were saying, oh, it's only going to be two weeks, go hide out yeah. and then two years later. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, yeah, I never believed the, the weeks thing. I was like, yeah, I don't know about that, man. I think it's going to go longer than they're telling us. And, mm. uh, but luckily we, you know, we had, we, we were safe, very safe for a while there, especially, you know, Sean having to come in and, and, you know, but luckily we were mixing uh, where we were mixing was a big theater, not big, but it was like a nice size theater. So we could get in there and do the social distancing and, and we got our ADR from him and we got the final mix, but then, you know, it's just been such an odd year, you know, and we, yeah. it was, we were just getting ready to launch in, into the festival season and entering into fests and everything, you know, um, you know, March, I, I, or no, it was like, it was like late January, early February. So it was like, right when we were going to, oh, we're going to get into festivals and go. And then it was like, pause. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this year so, for the first time, like Toronto after dark was a uh, online fest too, which uh, yep. I feel like there was like pros and cons. Like what was your experience yeah. with that? Uh, it was cool. It was cool. I mean, what's funny with them is, um, you know, I've, I've, this is my directorial, like my soul solo directorial debut. But I've, I've been producing horror and working on in the genre for years. So we've been on each other's radar. None of, one of my movies has never matched up timing wise mm. with, with Toronto After Dark. So um, when I got in, I was like, yeah, we're finally going to meet and hang out. And then they're like, actually, <laughs> <laughs> no, stay at home. <laughs> you know, it's a bummer. But a lot of this is cool. Like, I mean, you know, obviously it's more fun. We, we're all in the same space. And after the movie, you come up and talk to me and we can chat and you can tell me what you just told me. But, you know, we figure out ways to do it. I'm just happy it's coming out and uh, that we're hopefully easing back towards normality and we can be in theaters again together. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. And you you mentioned this is like kind of like your debut as like a solo like director did you just say yeah. and like uh, yeah. that's that's such a banger for the first one man. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's that's, that's awesome. so awesome yeah and uh, yeah it just seemed like just so polished and like uh, how was your experience like making it and also like uh, I know you you wrote this film right am I correct like, well the the uh, the screenwriter is Kent Harper he he basically oh, okay. he had yeah. written a pilot for a television show for, with it um and this is a few years back i had a movie called the triangle come out in 2016 and uh as that was coming out i was like i knew i had to have something ready next and and uh, i had always loved his his pilot and um so we wanted to make it a full you know you know a feature and he he let us you know gave us the green light to you know adjust it and add on to it and make it a feature um so yeah I had a lot and then in obviously once once the ball was rolling and I was directing I had to make all the changes as the notes came in and as we adjusted um so it was great it was it was a massive learning experience and um uh very grateful for the whole thing it was it was a wild one and weird with the COVID in the middle and and everything but um yeah it was it was a blast I got to work with god incredible people um that I you know never thought I'd ever work with I'm, I'm used to just making movies with my friends you know and and so what I'm hoping in the future obviously the the friends you know I melded it all together and you know the friend 
the friend circle keeps growing and you know yeah keep keep it going you know it's like, <laughs> it, it, like i mentioned it, it, it was such a good movie and uh it's yeah. inter- like i was thinking over the weekend too like because i was watching so many different films and um some films would have like such a great concept and maybe like there's something a little off with the execution and i just kind of want to know like uh maybe like some of the challenges you face of like putting a script and bringing it to life and yeah because I, f- I feel like that was like one of the strongest points of your movie because the story just seemed like very intricate and like you needed to be very detailed oriented with uh what's yeah. reality and stuff and just taking yeah. the audience member on the journey yeah i'll say that that was a that was a major challenge and that's funny um uh james niece who's the director of photography um who did bly manor has been working with mike flanagan a lot um and he did hush and everything awesome and he ca- he came in so excited he's like what are we going to do are we going to make the dreams look different are we going to do this and I, and we kind of decided to stay with, is you know, make the world like a kind of timeless world that was just a little off, but every but stick to that reality. So you wouldn't really know when the, when you're in a dream or where you are. And as you know, when you when the twist happens or when you get when you get what you get at the end, there's a different way to talk about everything there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Even like a, I'm having trouble like trying to ask the questions without spoiling it for the audience oh, because it's kind of um it takes you on a ride and kind of puts your brain in uh what's reality and what's fake, but uh yep. or like what's being caused by maybe like a different entity. And I love yeah. how it wasn't like um I don't know, there was like a lot of like subtlety to it as well. Um yeah. where like throughout the whole thing it's like it could be supernatural it could not be yeah. it could just be like a mental thing going on and yeah, it was well, really cool yeah my, my watchword uh subtlety is is i mean in any filmmaking no matter how unsubtle or subtle your film is subtlety in the details is where you're gonna where you're gonna really seal something you know and and this film in particular we had to be really subtle and sneaky and my, my watchword was elegance um, I wanted to make something with with elegance. Uh, you know, I wanted to go full horror when we go full horror, but I wanted it to feel kind of like, uh, you know, this is my Rosemary's Baby or, you know, I mean, obviously it's nobody can touch that movie, but that's the vein I'm living in and the movie I'm watching over and over as I'm as I'm coming up to it and the movies like The Others, um, mm-hmm. which are, you know, and the Burnt Offerings, these kind of like haunted house movies that have, you know, quite a bit of elegance to them in my opinion and so that was really a watchword there to to get that elegance into the details and and really make sure everything it's a one house movie it's a one spot you know one location film for the most part so you really want to draw it out and and make every nook and cranny interesting if you can mm-hmm, so we yeah. tried to do that. <laughs> yeah you guys killed it too and uh even i think i read what the sound was it like the person who worked on like conjuring and insidious and... oh the the uh the score is by joseph yeah, Bashara. Yeah. and oh. oh my god that's he's to me he's like kind of our him and jimmy are kind of our rock stars of this i mean when when, when we got him uh you know he did the conjuring insidious malignant he's done everything he's like the man um and just incredible dude as well um, and right from the beginning, he, I think he was one of the early ones that somehow I got, we got the script to, and he loved it. Um, 
uh, he loves devil shit and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> so so uh, there's, there's that's mild spoiler, but uh, so so he got it right away, and his score is so fucking cool. He came, um, he came to we filmed in L.A., so he came to the set a couple times, and it's a that big, beautiful old you know wooden house with wooden creaky floors, and he was walking around, and and he came up to me, and he was like, man. I think I'm going to do this with all woodwind instruments. And I was like, dude, Ooh. that is so sick. Like just because Bashara is like, you know, he's a big, you know, uh, violins and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be so unique and cool when he, he just has to narrow himself down to using woodwind instruments. And I've always been like a fan of that low bass oboe sound. And like, mm. um, it came together, like when he, when he put his music to it, the mood, I just, I was crying. I'm like, okay, thank God we got yeah. it. <laughs> you know, you put all this work into it and it's getting close and you've got all this, but then the music comes in and it just makes everything kind of come together. Um, yeah, it was, it was one of the best moments and he's incredible. Yeah. He's our rock star for that, for this movie, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, totally. I, I just felt like the whole package from like the look, how it filmed, like the music too, it just really uh, helped me like, as a viewer just get totally immersed in it and just building awesome. the intensity like i felt it in my body <laughs> as, uh, as the movie progressed and you start yeah. feeling a little more uncomfortable and getting into the story as uh yeah i feel i feel like joe joe's music has a lot to do with that he really understood and i'd say more if this was spoiler free but i think he took on the character of the bad guy in this film and played it against mm. itself in a really interesting way to where some of the scarier moments are more um, celebratory in the score if you really listen for it. It's really yeah, really yeah. Cool. Maybe I'm thankful that everything was online this year because maybe I'd have an anxiety attack if I'm like in a theater like with that. With <laughs> yeah. the, I got my shitty computer speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And totally. I still felt that way. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, uh, you'll get that chance chance at a panic attack because I think in, in next year it possibly could be hitting some theaters. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, great. I was going to ask that question. It would be but... nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're in the middle of things. I can't say stuff, but fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I kind of want to get spacey with you as well, too. You oh. mentioned the devil shit. And yep. I want to know what you possibly believe. Do you believe, <laughs> like, when we die, our soul yeah. kind of is left, like, there's some certain yeah. type of energies that are evil and good yeah. or like, how do you feel? Totally. About I'll start with, um, I'll start with the fact that the only thing that I believe in is possibility. Mm -hmm. I think that I'm, I'm too little. I'm a little human being on this planet. I don't really, you know, I, I, you know, I find my, I'm, I imagine I'm semi-intelligent and intuitive in ways and, but I don't pretend to know big secrets of the universe um <laughs> i always am exploring them i love that shit and anytime i get overstressed or worried about little shit i just like watch something about space and then i'm like okay we're good yeah, <laughs> yeah know, i'm like, just a, a tiny dot yeah what am i worried about i don't yeah. matter and then i do matter and it's fine either way like whatever um so so yeah the 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 interesting thing i can say um is that i don't I, this film in particular is very important to me. I think I really, I really explored what it's like to try and um, uh, have sympathy for uh, the villain. And um, in the way of, I feel like when you're making a horror movie, if your villain's just 
bad for bad sake that happens of course that's great like michael myers and shit like love it but you know in a movie like this it's like it's worth it to explore maybe why they are the way they are um and get to that whereas i i don't think any of us are born bad i think we are created um yeah. we, we the the the, whatever happens, whatever actions we take are reactions to things that have happened to us or throughout, throughout our lives. So really delving into it on this one. And if you see the movie, yeah. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. And so it's a bit, it's a big bad guy to explore. Um, that being said, I, I, uh, I don't know. I think I do believe I've felt things in my life. I've asked questions and feel like I've gotten answers. Um, so I do believe in um a god or something um i don't think it's what anybody thinks it is i think it's probably um uh, something else but i've definitely asked some questions and felt some things in my life to where i'm like okay something something's mm -hmm. there and i i respect it and i don't know what it is but uh yeah i, I can go deep if it was a if it was a Friday night and we'd had a few drinks and we were hanging out, like I, I'd probably go even deeper with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, for your next film, we're gonna have to do a part two to this interview too, and maybe like. I, I will say this. Years. Yeah, and this is this is good because I, I know you're. Are you in Toronto? Oh uh, yes, I am. Okay, so Ashmore is uh, he's Canadian. I, I don't know exactly where he's from, but the 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 reason I knew I like he was we had. I think it was the first day where I was meeting with actors. He came in it was, and it was like, he left and I'm like, it's, it's him, it's Ashmore. And I would have never thought that for this role. It was so great. He came in and I'm like, okay. I mean, he's really always the, a good guy. And so, you know, yeah. like, and, and he came in and he, he's, he's deep too, man. Like we had like the deep, one of the deepest conversations I've ever had with somebody in my life. Oh, and amazing. I was like, and he's got a story that hopefully I have to talk to him about we'll, we'll probably do hopefully podcasts when the movie is released mm -hmm. and hopefully I'll get him to tell his story that he told me that day but that dude's deep too and that we connected that day and I, I left I was like he's 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 the one we got it we got to get Ashmore yeah such and a good choice it. too and uh yeah. even uh I was going to mention too another thing that was so strong about this movie was the acting and the intensity and I only know sean ashmore from iceman on x-men yeah yeah and just like throughout the movie like he turned it like in my brain to like I, again i'm trying so hard not to spoil things but <laughs> to this other person and yeah. seeing emotions that i've never seen in his work before yeah. and i'm like yo this guy's just killing it <laughs> yeah it, it, yeah and I, it's so fun because we're, we're similar guys we're very upbeat you would never expect a story like this to come out of if you met me and him just randomly didn't know who we were you'd be like oh those those goofy nice guys or whatever so like it was really fun he's very much like myself so it was really fun to go deep and explore what i talked about earlier about you know what a villain is and what a you know what this particular villain is and to really explore the inside job of it all and he was always down to go there he's darker than you think he's fucking cool and like really yeah. really some of the most interesting fun conversations i've ever had was getting to the point where we could try and do what we tried to do with the movie so yeah and yeah. I'm, like all the scenes like as the movie goes on with him and uh andrea they're just so intense and i kind of want to yeah. know a little bit about uh like filming those scenes does yeah do, the, do they get exhausted 
like going to that, um, that far or like yeah i would say that that the um there is crying in this movie the actors do cry it's it's an odd horror yeah. movie in that sense but the reason is we we i think it's been widely talked about that at least thus far that it is a it's a relationship film it's a it's about a you know uh a relationship and they were playing that relationship hard like playing it very real and and we that's that's where most of my direction came from was was talking that to them about that stuff and both of them are just killers so it was like because uh, you know sometimes you got the the camera pointed at andrea sometimes you got it pointed at sean and sometimes when it's pointed at sean andrea's crying and i'm like hold it wait wait and then it gets mm. andrea and she had no tears left so we'd have to you know work it work it out and get it back or the other way around um but for the most part it was no the, the only time i think andrea really really got exhausted was a scene that i can't talk about which is at the end of the movie uh -huh. um and uh it was it was it was pretty great she gave it her all i had really my direction for her was not easy it wasn't just like scream 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 it was like no you're you're like literally like something is coming up out of the bowels of your body into your throat and out of your mouth. so it was like almost this like full body guttural thing i was trying to get her to do and she was doing over and over and she hated me, but, <laughs> but we love each other. It's all good. But, yeah. um, but it, it was, it, that was the one time she, out of the whole, out of anyone where she was very, very tired. And that was the point of it. If you see the scene, you see the movie, you probably know what I'm talking about, but it's like the one thing I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe down the road again, we can talk about these things. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's def definitely, um, yeah, so like this was out on this festival. Um, you mentioned that it was going other places. Um, can people like who listen to this see this now? Or are they going to have to wait a bit or? Uh, the film? Yes. So the, the film showed at Toronto this week. It's about uh, After Dark, Toronto After Dark. Um, coming up, it's at the Erie Horror Film Fest. Um, mm. That's not, that's just going to be there. And then it's at Film Quest, which is in Provo, Utah. And that's a, that's a good one. Um, I think that they may be, they may, they may have an online thing so people in America can possibly see. Um, and then uh, we just got into Monster Fest in Australia. So that's gonna be really cool. But after that, I believe, like I said, fingers crossed, I think early next year, it's going to be released. So it, it'll be sometime next year. So oh, fantastic. It, it, it's man. coming, it's coming. Yeah. yeah, awesome, awesome. Hopefully sooner than later, yeah. Yeah, and I kind of want to know a little bit about your career too. Uh, how did you start getting into film and like go, segue from watching films and being a fan to actually wanting to make them yeah well i mean uh i'm from the mountains and deep in the woods in montana that's where i grew up uh only child so uh, my sandbox and you know out in the woods with my toys telling stories you know not knowing what the hell a filmmaker was but since i was born i had to entertain myself um so and then you know high school hits and parents hand down their camcorders and you're running around with a camcorder playing gotta get away from me by by offspring really loud on a boom box while you're chasing your <laughs> that friend. was that was the first album i ever bought actually yes, so, yeah smash. Smash classic. <laughs> holds up yes. too <laughs> yeah dude it's funny uh that day i went to the 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 
cassette tape store. Uh, <laughs> We're probably around the same age. I had it. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And I got, I bought, we, my, me and my buddy were like, we're going to buy a tape each. And I got smashed by offspring and he got candle box. And I, oh, so I, cle okay. I clearly won. He was so pissed, which we still liked the candle box, but smash was the shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a similar experience uh, with a friend. I got yeah. smashed and he got green day dookie. To oh, no shit. Time. And we used to always like, cause back then you couldn't just stream music. So we'd like yep. borrow each other's tapes. When oh, we that's it. Sick of them and it was, 100%, dude. Yeah. 100%. There's something so charming about that. I don't know oh, what it is. It's beautiful. Like I remember that day we sat on his porch and we listened to both in a row. I think we listened to Smash first and he was like, oh dude, there's no way my tape's as good as that one. <laughs> yeah, he just knocked it out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, dumb shit. Goddamn, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> then I, mean, I had to hide the minds. tape from my parents after that part. It's just yeah. like, holy shit. <laughs> oh yeah, totally, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. But you're just sitting there going, oh my God, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, anyway. and I'm not supposed to be listening to yeah. this. <laughs> yes. I'm going to get in trouble. Yes, dude. Yeah. Yes, so good, so good. Yeah. But anyway, so you know, and then um, just th those friends who I made in high school, we'd we'd rent the uh, the a, a horror movie every Friday because we were nerds and didn't know what to do else other than that, and just fell in love with going and finding the weirdest VHS box and bringing it home and seeing what the hell it was. Um, and then we kept in touch. Uh, I was a musician, so I did a lot of that we. We ended up coming back. A couple of those friends lived here in 2000, I don't know, 2005 or something. We just took a couple uh, Costco DV cameras into the streets of North Hollywood and made a ghost story. And um, and that was the beginning. And we just kept going. And uh, I was mostly producing and co-writing for a while and slowly have slipped into, you know, writing and directing. And I just love it, man. Yeah, that's horror. awesome. Always horror. It's just, yeah. it's just the way it is, man. It's cool, like, hearing stories like yours, too, and it's just, like, at the beginning, you're just fucking around and seeing a snowball, and next thing you know, you blink, life goes by, and yeah. you're talking about, oh, maybe next year my film's going to be in the theater, you know? Yeah, like, totally. And, I'm yeah, Joseph Bashar is doing the music, and James Neese is shooting yeah. it. And, Iceman's you know, in it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Fucking, you know, like, it's, yeah, it's awesome. And, and. And it's cool because I'm still as stoked to just go like make something with my friends to the same, keep the, keep those muscles, uh, you know, uh, you know, keep, keep in shape and, you know, expand the universe. Yeah, for sure. You got to have fun and like vibes yeah. and everything. And even I, I love hearing or like hearing people tell stories on this podcast as well, because I find a lot of like either creators in all sorts of fields or even aspiring creators have been listening to this show too, to yeah. just hear the power of, oh, I just started doing it. Yeah. And because I always yeah. feel like the first step is always like, the hardest in a way sometimes yeah and you just gotta even if you don't know what you're doing just fuck around and dude, dude it's, it's the only yeah. way to figure out how to know like any of this stuff you don't have to go to film school you don't have to you just have to start making stuff and and yes know you're going to make mistakes and thank god when you do them that's the easiest thing to go oh, okay that was the no now what's the yes mm -hmm. you know like yeah and, yeah and then the next time you do it you're gonna be better and then the next time you'll be better and you'll figure out if you like it or not and if you don't fuck it and if you do then you just keep making shit but i'm yeah. with you i do the same thing I, i'll i i honestly hadn't listened to this podcast before so now i'll start listening because i need that too like i mean i'm still just like everybody else look 
looking to start something from nothing now what mm. my next movie is going to be and and uh i listened to, uh, this morning i was listening to to something you know i i all i have friends doing podcasts and always and people even you know like um colors of the dark is a good one for just ex being excited to hear about new new stuff and hear filmmakers origin stories and um yeah i mean we all need that i think yeah it's, for it's, sure it's, it's, it's i, I definitely need that about. energy as well yeah, yeah. the diy nature is what we're always going to love so no matter how big the film gets you'll always you know those stories are always going to drive you and i don't know that's why horror is so cool man get some blood yeah get some buddies yeah. get a, get a get a get your phone out whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah what's interesting too on the podcast journey um i think this is uh probably going to be around like the 160th episode i've done awesome and man. it's strange like i've talked to people like all over the place different crafts from musicians comedians pro mm -hmm. wrestlers fucking filmmakers <laughs> and there seems to like it's like on paper if i wrote what the show is down it seems scattered but there's like this theme of like just passion and creativity that awesome. and i find like in different like even though people do different things they have a lot of like the same experiences or like almost the same vibe i get from like talking to them and it's yeah man been like a strange like social study that i'm just starting <laughs> to, to realize <laughs> that's awesome dude i love it i love yeah. that i love that i believe it for sure man there's a there's a vibe out there you know, it's not, none of it's easy, but you know, once, once you get to a certain place and talking to you, I could tell you probably draw a lot of cool people. Oh yeah. Like yourself, man. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it, and again, it's like, it's such a cool, uh, almost excuse after I watch something and like uh, something yeah, right. like I kind of have a platform. It's like, Oh, I can immediately like pick the creator's brain about it too. Yeah. So as much as people are like, Oh, Sean, you put a lot of different artists and people on here it's like selfishly i'm getting a lot out of this hey, dude. You know, having a blast and everything yeah man that's what it's all about these days it's the it's the era of the podcast man i love it yeah for sure <laughs> for sure well uh yeah, yeah and uh I, I wanted to know too um now that this this movie's out uh have you been get like listening to like a lot of different reviews too and like hearing what other people are saying and you know it's funny i i i I haven't been seeking them out. I'm not like one of those guys who are like, I'm not going to look at reviews, but I just mm -hmm. haven't been. I've been kind of busy, but I do have a couple of like my other producers and people involved in the film that send me them or, or they'll pop up on like Twitter and I'll read so I can, you know, keep promoting and send stuff. So I've seen a couple. It's been, it seems pretty good so far. So it's nice, you know? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> from, from what I've seen, like uh, in the little uh, Toronto After Dark circle, like they had like a little virtual after party too and i heard a couple people say the same thing as me they thought this was like one of the strongest of the weekend and and yeah That's i awesome. wanted to yeah i wanted to know um Great. are you still riding off this one or are you gonna like are you working on something like your next movie or anything like that yeah oh i mean covid the one night the, the one nice thing was there was a lot of time to write man <laughs> so i've got nice. i've got stuff i've got a few scripts ready to go on different levels where I'm looking to do them, but I definitely have one that I want to move on faster than anything else. And we'll see if I can make it happen. Um, but yeah, there's, I've definitely got three or four horror scripts moving. Oh, and then one cool thing I did uh, this, and this is podcast uh, stuff. So one cool thing I did during quarantine um, is I did a, a narrative podcast 
Um, and we did it completely remote. We figured out how to do it like this and get actually, you know, good, good quality recordings. I've uh, friends who are actors in town and stuff. And it was when we all had to stay in our own rooms and I was like, you know what, let's, let's do something. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a horror uh, narrative podcast. It's pretty cool. Like a, uh, uses my old band in the world. We created dark, this dark kind of cool. LA music scene. Um, so that's something I'm, I'm working on now and that I'm hopefully going to be shopping around to do and release. I've never done an episodic, so it's been really fun writing episodes. Mm. Um, and it's kind of like a teen coming of age, rock and roll odyssey type thing. So nightmare situation. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, um, I'm about that. I'm about yeah, man. That. I yeah, check yeah. That out so, yeah definitely. Uh, uh, I'll keep you in the loop and, and yeah, that should be coming. And then, yeah, the movie will be coming out. I'm going to, you know, obviously do everything I can for it. And, and uh, hopefully that, you know, it does all right. But uh, yeah, I'm not waiting for anything. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm ready awesome. to, well, I, I've been, I, we've been sitting in COVID. We've been sitting in quarantine, man. Like I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I feel you too. I'm just antsy yeah. seeing people and like, uh, yeah, it feels like I was in a cage and I just got out yeah. like a month ago. Like it's yeah. just, there's, yeah. and I, I see that in people too. When I, I see them now that uh, yeah. in Canada, like bars just started opening too. Uh -huh. And I feel like people are a little, getting a little crazier than they used to. Yeah. Know? Yeah. There's definitely a vibe, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good, man. It's the roaring 2020s, man. It's <laughs> yeah, I love that. I'm stealing that the roaring 2020s. Oh, dude, dude, take it. It's got, we got to make that catch because it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you're talking about like your other projects you got in mind writing throughout quarantine and yep. i think this film that you put out too is actually going to help you like land like almost I so. like i would imagine whatever you want to do like they'd be like oh this is the quality of what this guy can produce like green yeah. light green light um, <laughs> ahead of the the free fall was it a struggle to kind of put this together or uh, you know, it was, uh, I made, like I mentioned, I uh, made the triangle in 2016, which um, if you like slower, weirder movies, you might dig. Um, it's another one I don't want to say too much about. Yeah. Um, our, 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 our saying for that one was go in blind, not knowing anything. Mm. Um, but that, that I actually co-directed with four of my other buddies and um that's actually a podcast in itself how we actually made that work um, you'll, <laughs> nice. if you watch the movie you'll know it was kind of like a reality situation um, where we set up a cops and robbers kind of game but with like a cult in eastern montana in the middle of nowhere so uh that ended up doing really well we got really good reviews i think that year we were like dread central's like number one one of their writers number one movies uh of the year and stuff which was a massive surprise because it was a hail mary pass of a movie we made with no money oh, and amazing. i think yeah that along with the strength of the script for um for the free fall that actually you know it it wasn't it wasn't you know it would it it did well like pe the people immediately gravitated towards it there were some complications like there always is getting it going but um yeah, man, it's a grind, but you know, mm -hmm. it's a hustle. Um, but keep going, and and yeah, the it, it, the the triangle was the that was the labor of love. That I mean, it was beautiful experience, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. But that hard work and dedication to make something with my friends 
that went hopefully above and beyond any expectations of something like that. Um, that I think is what nudged that door open a little bit. Yeah, I'm so intrigued to watch that. And that's got to be such an amazing experience, especially like having hardships. And like you mentioned, no budget doing it. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. there's uh, times while you're making it, like thinking yeah. like, oh, is this even worth it? Like what the yeah, fuck yeah, are yeah. you doing? And then- Totally, totally. Yeah. I will say this though, dude, more money, more problems. Uh, P. Diddy. Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'll tell you, like, it's fine. It, it's, it's just always- you know, it's always a grind it, it, if you have money, if you don't have money. Um, yeah, but the, yeah, it did take, the triangle took a little longer because of the lack of fundage. It's going to be nice to be able to kick one out in six months or something. That, that's going to be like the rock star move of my life. When <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't take, this one we we're, we we're cooking to do it. And then of course COVID was like, oh yeah, this one's going to take four years too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah, it's funny when you really think about it too. People think, oh, if I'm in this position, like I won't have any problems or whatever. Oh. And and like it's like maybe when you're making your first film and with no budget, it's like okay if it fails, it's all right. It's like on me. Yeah. And yeah. then you finally get that budget and it's like, oh shit, this better be good. There's backers, there's yeah, all these yeah. different things. It's different totally. kind of stress, you know? Yeah, it's, it's just it never ends. Yeah, it's and, and and it's great. I I just cherish the writing process that's where i'm like okay this is my full creative this is it and yeah. then once you get it in the ring it's like well here we go like you know um it's no complaints it's 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 some very lucky awesome thing to be able to do ever if you have money or not you know it's it's a, a ballsy move to, to make a movie and uh, yeah. to get to make one is a is a treat yeah well kudos to you on your journey i'm i'm a new fan and i can't wait to see oh, that's you. awesome i appreciate yeah. it I, I, and i'll start listening to this podcast and i'll be a new fan of yours i'm already uh, a fan. appreciate <laughs> it appreciate it i dig your vibe man <laughs> oh, cheers. that means so much to me and uh yeah, yeah before uh we take off uh anything else you want to say or where can people follow you and all that oh yeah um so you could follow me on instagram and twitter it's adam stillwell but it's one L in the middle and three at the end, because I don't, there's other Adam Stills out there. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I, I guess if you're going to be in Erie near Halloween, look for the movie. If you're going to in Erie, Pennsylvania, if you're going to be in Provo, Utah or Salt Lake around the beginning of November, look for it. And if not, look for it, uh, look for it in early, early next year, hopefully. Hell yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I'll just, I'll be making stuff and, and hopefully talking to you more and talking to other people. Hopefully look out and try my stuff out. Hopefully you dig it. Yeah, right on. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to keep in touch. And like awesome, you said, man. if you're around that area, definitely watch the movie. You guys know I cover a lot of things. And what this one was has been like one of my favorites I've seen in a long time. And just awesome if you're into like psychological horror and demon shit so yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll and again adam thank you so much for your time i know you've been busy this past couple of days and i really appreciate you taking the the half hour to an hour that we've been hanging out today <laughs> no worries man I, it's a pleasure i really appreciate it ah what an awesome guy adam is biggest thanks to him for joining me on the show it's always so fun when i get to watch a film that I genuinely and thoroughly enjoyed and immediately right after get to pick an actor or a director's brain or a writer or anybody involved uh, 
just pick their brain about it. And, and yeah, it's such a, a blessing with this platform. And I don't break the fourth wall enough. I I did in this interview, but uh, I don't know. I feel I feel thankful being able to do this and meet awesome people like Adam. And like we mentioned, you got to follow Adam on his Instagram and keep in the loop when this film is going to be released. Because you need to see it. It's great. And speaking of things that are great and even people that I am grateful for, before we go, I got to give a special thanks to all of you legends out there on the Patreon. First up, our co-producer, Jeremy Hopkin of Hopkin Design. The Queen, Ola Mazuka of Sonic Fold. Ryan Watkins of Ryan Radio. Amanda McKnight of Top 10 Nerd. Pat Maloney, Ryan Campbell, Daniel Sun, Devin Staple, Mike Ulio, Jenny Potter, Jared Pepper, Bronstein, AKA Mr. Spicy. And last but not least, Francis Coffer aka my mom <laughs> appreciate you guys so much and if you're listening at home and you want to get these episodes early and extra exclusives and all that you can go to patreon.com slash the creative imbalance lowest tier is only three bucks a month and i try to give you as much awesome shit as possible <laughs> and speaking of that we got another episode around toronto after dark for you Um, I believe that's going to be released next week, late next week, and early next week, we're going to cleanse our soul. We got got a modern Buddhist joining us on the podcast, so kind of change switch up the vibes back and forth from the horror to the deep meditation shit you know it's you know even though the show's called the creative imbalance life is really about balance so that's what we're gonna do all right and you have no choice but anyways <laughs> love you guys hope you have a great week and we'll catch you soon <laughs>